Greetings EastEnders fans and welcome to another episode of Albert Square After Dark, your weekly EastEnders podcast. This week discussing the episodes broadcast between the 25th of December, that's Christmas Day, and the 29th of December 2023. Can you believe it? 2023 is nearly at a close. Oh, what a year it's been. What a year it's been for EastEnders. Oh, I loved it. Uh, joining me as usual is Ree. Hello Ree. how are you this fine day? All right, Rob. How are you? More importantly, um, uh, I'm all right. I've um, for the third time I've uh, I managed to get COVID. So right now I don't look too bad. I don't think I've been assured by Rudy, by my colleague. But I sound sexy. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't actually. That wasn't my words. No, um... that was mine. But I just helped you. <laughs> I helped you along to get there. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, but I'm all right. I'll be, I'll be absolutely fine. Um, so hi, you may remember seeing us on Christmas Day, which I can assure you is a bit more than what we remember. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so like, what did we? What conversation? Do you realise? I'm sorry, but do you realise how terrifying it is? You know that time when you go out on a night out and you look at your phone and think, "Oh my God, what did I send? The fear. What, um, what messages did I send people? Oh, that's nothing compared to. Oh my God, I uploaded a podcast last night and three and a half thousand people have watched it. What the hell did I say?" <laughs> So, yeah, thanks for watching that. You came in your thousands to hear our immediate reaction to the Christmas Day episode. And, oh, my God, what an episode it was. And we have much to discuss as a result of it. What a week it's been. This has set up stuff for potentially, I think this ain't coming out to the 40th. I really think this is going to be the 40th reveal, I have to say. There's... I mean, we're going to get into it, but there's a lot of potential with yes. all this, isn't there? Like, a uh, lot yeah. of It could go in a lot of different directions, so it's mm. very, very, very exciting. Um, so I think we should get on with discussing it in this week's Albert Square After Dark. Right, before we discuss the six, hold your horses. I know, I know, we're nearly there, don't you worry. But first of all, we must discuss Whitney and Zach and little Ashton. I loved Ashton, he was cute, wasn't he? Um, yeah, he so, was very cute. Uh, Whitney and Zach have their first foster child we discussed this week. They kind of, I think they briefly met him last week, didn't they? Uh, and now we sort of looking at their lives together and sort of looking at how Whitney and Zach deal with it. I have to be honest with you, I thought Whitney and Zach did really, really well with him because he could have been a quite a difficult child considering what we were led to believe was his history. It sounds like he had quite a rough upbringing so far. Yeah, true. He seemed, he seemed quite okay for now. Well, obviously he wasn't. Yeah. He started crying at the sirens, which is understandable. I'll, I'll tell you what, he's not going to do very well living in Walford then, is he? Bless him. <laughs> oh, that's true. Maybe Every that's why Whitney night. ends up having to leave then. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I'm going to move somewhere where there isn't any sirens. I might move to Weatherfield. There's less sirens there than there is in Walford. Um, but I, I really enjoyed all this. And actually, it made me really sad that I, that I know this isn't going to last. Because obviously, mm. you know, spoiler alert, rah, 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 we know that Whitney's leaving. So oh. this is going to come to an end at some point. And I was actually really enjoying watching them kind of get to grips with Ashton. And I would love, I would quite happily now watch Whitney and Zach kind of live with Ashton and sort of watch Ashton become more comfortable well, with them and sort of watch that journey. It's a shame. Haven't they said, haven't they said at the start, at the end of the week as well, that Ashton's going to a permanent family? So they've not had him for long at all, have they? No, but this is the thing. They're fostering and they're not adopting. You know that's the mm -hmm. that's the that's the path that this unfortunately leads them down. So they probably well, the I mean if you're doing this for the first time, you're gonna get attached to that first kid, aren't you? Yeah, 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 it's, definitely. Yeah, it's a shame. So I hope that we, before Ashton leaves, that Whitney and Zach kind of get the confidence to think, yeah, we can do this. But then obviously, even if they do get that confidence, it's not gonna end well. It's gonna be short lived or whatever. Yeah, I'm trying to work out how Whitney leaves from this. I can't quite work I out, because at the minute, she's got no... It doesn't seem that there's any sort of pathway to her leaving at this point. The only thing that I can think is, obviously, we've mentioned about Charlie XCX, who we've not seen for a while, or Lily. No. Is Stacey going to start struggling now because of what's happened with the six, and it's still going to be like that? I don't know, though. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Um, but there was some lovely stuff with this this week. Um, at first, Zach was a little bit kind of nervous about how to kind of um, interact with him. But then they landed on Zebra Man. Now, I yes. have to be honest, I was very distracted once Zebra Man appeared. <laughs> Zach suited I knew Zebra it as soon, as soon as he came uh, on. I was like, oh, 
Rob, bet you're was, loving this, aren't uh, you? I could feel myself tying myself to a railway line and going, help, help, please save me, Zebra Man. And he'd have been running through the Sahara. It'd have been lovely. I'd have, uh, that's, a, that's a great way no, to get saved. No, it took him three seconds. I know. That's the story of my life. Oh, uh, so... <laughs> oh my God, Rob, please, can we have a bit of class? Anyway, sorry. Yeah, it's my, it's my COVID. I do apologise. <laughs> Um, yes, but yeah, all this was lovely. Um, there was a bit of a drama because um, Whitney made him some zebra biscuits and it turns out that he's allergic to... Tartrazine. Tartrazine. Had you ever heard of this? I hadn't, no. Nope, me neither. I uh, very quickly Googled it whilst you were probably still staring at Zach in his uh, yeah. zebra you were doing. You were doing your job as a podcaster and I was just kind of drooling <laughs> at the telly. <laughs> you yeah, know anything and... to do with allergies, I'm there. It's yeah. a food colouring... Um, huh? and usually used for um, yellow or orange colouring. It comes from an amaratus. Yellow and orange? What it was called. Why yeah, was Whitney putting so... orange or yellow food colouring in a zebra biscuit, is my question. I'm not sure. The only thing I can think is maybe around the nose area. Would we maybe have a bit of colour there? Do zebras have yellow noses? I don't think they do. Uh, maybe a sometimes have zebra. a bit of orange around it. I'm a sure. sunburnt zebra might have that, perhaps. I probably see zebras more than you, Rob. I'm sure Why? we have a little bit of colour. I've got a daughter not... who's learning about animals. Oh, I see. I was gonna. I was still like, and that means you have a pet. Why zebra? do I see zebras more? <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm dressed like a that's zebra what it today, was. but and I have that got a red true, nose. You are. I'm dressed like one of Whitney's biscuits today with my red nose and a black you and white are. shirt. There you go. There we are. And I tried to go for a lighter <laughs> colour, but it looks a bit more purple on screen. But it is actually yeah, pink. T- talk to us here, list viewers who are watching on YouTube. She, Ree, was bragging at me at the start. Look, I've gone. I'm dressed as Linda today with my pink jumper. I was like, "That's not pink. That's purple. Is that is that not purple? Do you not think?" I think it's pink. In person, it looks pink, but I can see why it looks a bit more purple on screen. This and is pink first. This is how the black and gold dress debacle started. So. You know, we've got to be careful. Black and blue, white and gold. Exactly. Anyway, we've got to be careful we're digressing, up here. Rob. Ever so slightly. Um, so, I mean, that was about it. You know, sort of Whitney getting sad that they're going to lose Ashton at some point, worried about the tartrazine allergy. And um, I'll be wiping my nose in all the podcast. Um, and I just, I loved it. I really enjoyed sort of watching them interact with Ashton. And I hope that Ashton kind of goes to a loving family at the end of this. Or maybe this is going to be, Whitney is going to, maybe... Zach's struggle with this is going to be the start of this, and Whitney and Ashton are just going to go off together, and Zach's going to be left alone. But I can't see Zach doing that somehow. The only thing I'm wondering is why have they brought it brought in the fostering this week when there was so much other things going on? I know it was probably a bit of you know just another storyline that's a bit more lighthearted. But when I was watching mm. it, I was actually thinking, why didn't Sharon just leave? I'll be with. Whitney and Zach obviously win. Is that is that the whole reason that they brought Ashton in this week? So that weren't a possibility. Maybe, maybe. Um, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see how this plays out. Yeah, exactly. But that's because there was a lot more going on this week than just Whitney and Zach. This was very much a little bit of a, like you say, a bit of a filler story uh, to fill up what else was going on. And that, ladies and gentlemen, yes, we have arrived at it, was the six. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Sixmas, everybody. Wow. Um, like I said at the start of the episode, um, we did somewhat download our thoughts onto the internet on this, but neither of us really remember doing it because <laughs> we're that professional. Um, but it now, was Christmas Day. It was Christmas we're, if Day. If there's ever a time when we're allowed to do yeah, it, it's Christmas. And day. it was quite it was quite late. Um, and we were talking immediately, kind of immediately reacting to it as well. So we were all a bit kind of like it was amazing. Um, but my God, Christmas Day was a great episode, wasn't it? Where do you think that it ranks? Were... Before we go into the, like the ins and outs of the episode, where do you think that ranks in terms of EastEnders Christmas episodes? Because I think that was the best one in years. Yeah. Years and years. Def- agreed. Agreed. Like, yeah, I'm trying one to think. One of the think. best ones in years. I, wanna, I mean, just because of the build-up to it throughout the entire year, that really, really, really worked. And, I mean, I want to say the best since the Max Stacy reveal be honest yeah that's what i'm trying to think what's the last one do you know i'd be interested to know for anyone whose family members watched it not having seen the past 10 months was it as big a deal when you've not seen it like did it have the same effect if you're not a i mean i think if you are living with an east if you are living with an eastenders fan the scale of the story will not have escaped you because you will have heard about the six in some regards 
But some people will have gone to family members and, you know, no one in household might watch EastEnders and go, oh, right, so what's been happening this year? And you go, just shut up and watch. Talk, shut right? up. You should and have done I'll your research. Exactly. Before. I will take questions at the end. Silence for one hour, yeah. please. That's yes. like, oh, especially this year where you literally had to watch everything that was going on. Which is why I missed a rather important part about <laughs> the fact that Nish was still alive yeah. because my partner decided to ask me questions. Rediscovered that. Rediscovered Nish was still alive, live on air, <laughs> live on YouTube, which was. I mean, I was also. I had also had a few glasses of wine and was yes, well Flagons. over my bedtime. Flagons, I would argue. Anyway, let's get discussing it because Christmas Sorry, Day yes. itself was absolutely awesome, and now we've had some time to digest it. Now we've had some time to actually think about the repercussions of it. Linda killing Keanu wasn't where I thought it was going. That was the last combination no. that I I did not see that combination coming at all. Did you like in any way? I think when we someone will correct us because I've not fully watched back um, our six special that we did. Um, Why not to? I think. I think, we, I think we did say the only other combo we could think of would be um, Linda maybe doing something with Keanu, but it'd be very unlikely. I think we said. I mean, I think we landed on the fact that if Linda was going to be the killer, it would be because she was a It'd bit be drunk. Dean. Oh, well, and yeah, and it would be Dean. Dean. I, yeah. I still can't believe that I'm looking at an EastEnders. I know Nish is in an induced coma at the moment, but he's presumably going to come out of that at some point. I can't believe that yeah. I'm now watching an EastEnders with Dean strolling around still, quite happily unaware of anything that went on on Christmas Day, and Nish still alive, technically, as well. Like, Keanu was not the dead body I saw coming, I have to say. I could see universes and where it would happen, and now you think about it, it kind of makes sense with the kind of losing of Karen, losing of Mitch. You kind of think, are they slowly starting to pack away the tailors now? Uh, but that's obviously why I think mm. that's why they made Karen leave before because they didn't want us yeah. to see. Well, that and the fact that it then meant that Karen, because Karen and Keanu have fallen out, it don't mean that she's yeah. going to be questioning where he's gone because they've fallen no. out. So why would he tell her? But surely when this comes out, she'll come back for the funeral. You would think. I mean, I this know, it might be too different. Yeah, yeah realistically, makes, of course. This, but... I mean, this kind of makes Karen the new Carmel. You know, two kids murdered on that two square. Two kids, yeah. Two kids yeah. murdered on that square. That's unfortunate. Both stabbed, technically. Yeah, exactly. One dishwashered, one uh, meat skewered. I think it was, wasn't it? It's was like a two pronged yes. meat, meat skewer, which yeah. was so cleverly placed in the episode. By the way, did you see? Did you didn't see? Didn't even this? notice. Did didn't we? even yeah, click yeah, it. Yeah. When you watch it back, there you go. That, oh. as one of uh, our brilliant listeners so brilliantly proclaimed, was Chekhov's two pronged meat skewer. Yes, <laughs> that it was. Description. Perfect. <laughs> Love that. Um, so yes, let's talk about it because genius, 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 genius. Uh, and the Boxing Day episode, my goodness me, was that a great episode. A six-hander. Oh, perfectly beautiful. Uh, a mm -hmm. six-hander with just the six going, uh, what the hell do we do now? Um, and you sort of think, what are they going to do with Keanu at this point? Like, what the hell? They've got two bodies in the, in the Vic at this point, essentially. They don't know whether Nish is even still alive or not, really. Like, he's doing a bit of wheezing, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he's still going to be he's alive at the end of the way. day. Exactly. So can we point something out, right, yes. in all of this? Yes, I'm kind of rewinding because it goes back to how they've reacted on Boxing Day. Yes. Rewind. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So obviously, the reason that Nish has ended up on the floor is because Denise has hit him over the head with a champagne Again, bottle. Again, didn't see Denise. Didn't see Denise. I didn't think it was going to be Denise that did that. It was almost too obvious because she had the bottle. She was in holding the bottle. We saw yeah. it back, but yeah. obviously but we know why that was to that's trick quite us all while we were watching. That's, that's clever writing because yeah. we weren't automatically thinking, "Well, then it must be Denise." We were all we were actually going, "Well, how does Denise end up with the bottle then?" Because I was obviously not going to yeah. be Denise. So, oh, you clever people, you've done this clever. <clears throat> so. Do you think her? Do you think her hitting Nish over the head was justified? Do you think it required a glass bottle being smashed over his head in that moment? I, I mean, the thing is, I think there was quite a lot of soapy melodrama in those final moments yeah, of the episode, wasn't yeah. there? Especially with Keanu. Uh, now I've looked right, at that in retrospect. Okay. Yeah, where the hell yeah. does that come from? Because all of a sudden Keanu tries to kill Sharon in front of all those witnesses, which seemed a tavern wise. Um, but does, did Nish deserve it? I mean, yeah. I mean, what were they going to do? Oh. Well, I mean, 
I mean, Nish deserved it as a person. If we we know his yeah, story, yeah. to us, he deserved it. But you mean in that and at that, in moment, that moment was it a because... tad over the top? Is that what you're asking? Right. So let me explain why I'm asking that. Right. Okay. Then we fast forward to Boxing Day. Yep. And we've got Keanu on the floor. Linda's done him with meat skewer. Right. Yeah. And Stace is going, oh, well, I'm not going down because Linda's lost it. And everyone's a bit like, Linda, what have you done? And I thought, mm. hang on. It looked like Keanu were actually about to kill Sharon to me. Well, yeah. She, she actually saved his life. Yeah, she just grabbed the first thing that was there and did it. But why did nobody question Denise on why she hit him over Edward Glass Bottle? That's what I'm saying. Well, because actually. Because in those two actual moments, yeah. Sharon's life was actually in danger, whereas yes. Suki was... Getting dragged away, yeah, she'll be manhandled. Yeah. But... <clears throat> Although I'd argue that the Denise and the bottle thing was more sort of just get off her. Like I don't think Denise would have hit him over the head with that thinking that's going to knock him unconscious. Even that will, I think Denise would have whacked him over the head with that and thought that will just stun him for a moment, allowing Suki right. to get away. Whereas with the okay. Linda thing, actually, Linda had that in her hand for a good couple of seconds before she actually went True. to Keanu with it. So Linda actually had a moment of, it's like you could see the sort of working should out I, in Linda's head. I? Should I? Do I? Am I about to do this? Like you've got to kind of wonder, like, did Linda actually mean to kill Keanu at that moment? And I kind of feel mm. that if you're stabbing a double pronged meat skewer into someone's back, that's kind of your ultimate aim, isn't it? True, I guess, yeah, now you're saying it like that, there were more thought process, well, yeah. drunken thought process going, well, in, yeah. going through Linda's mind. Then didn't you do crazy things yeah. when you're drunk, you stab people with meat skewers, you go on YouTube I and mean... upload things that you don't remember doing. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. Um, uh... But I mean that left us with an amazing Boxing Day episode, and I just mm. I love I love that Keanu's in the calf now because that sort of you you kind of go oh okay that's why you burnt down the calf all right clever yeah. not only did they it give Kathy a reason the, the, yeah right now the only thing for me is from this moment onwards because this now has I mean I loved it all in the lead up to Christmas and I love the Christmas Day episode and I love the Boxing Day episode. But now we're left with these six women who have varying degrees of suitability for keeping this secret, all right? Like, already people are starting... Like, already Kathy's starting to flounder. I loved Kathy being interviewed by the police. So proud of herself every time that she remembered a small detail and then revealing the Suki and Eve thing at the, in the same breath. <laughs> um, you know, and Linda's obviously a liability at the moment because she's in drunk Linda mode. Um mm -hmm. You know, Stacey was really struggling with it on Boxing Day. I love that moment between her and Denise. In fact, I loved Stacey and Denise throughout the whole of the Boxing Day episode. That was amazing, that dynamic. Agreed. Uh, you know, when Stacey's having a panic attack, like, because it's all bringing back uh, memories of Archie. I mean, think about that moment for a second, because how crazy is Stacey's life that they could do this, that this could happen to her, and it would send her back to a time when she, when something could remind her of something else that had happened to her. <laughs> Like, yeah, I know. Literally that. on the same Stacey, day as well. I, I, I wish nothing but for Stacey to have a happy Christmas one year. <laughs> Just one year where she doesn't have a traumatic event happen to her, where she's not faced with death. <laughs> Just one Christmas you know for how, Stacey. You know how Stacey was running around the square at the time having a snowball fight, then Suki ran, ran up to her? Yes. Right, before they went in the pub? Yeah. Did you not think... Did the family not think where Stacey just gone? Because she just kind of ran off. Well, they all kind of ran off at that point. Because I was sat there wondering, I wonder if Jack's going to come looking for Denise at some point. Because, yeah. you know, there was a lot of people, they, they all got kind of, like, Kathy kind of wandered off. As I mean, I know the wedding was going on, but you could kind of argue that maybe some of them went to kind of deal with Sharon and make sure Sharon was okay. And maybe they could use Linda being drunk. Because oh, I was looking after Linda. She was, she was in a bit of a bad place. But, yeah, they did kind of just disappear for the night. <clears throat> so I'm surprised mm. that more questions weren't asked at that moment about, you know, like yeah. you say, from Denise's family, from Stacey's family. Um, now, the question now, of course, is where do we go from here? Currently, Keanu is buried in the calf with a really helpful grave. In Not the very of the calf. well. Not very well. I don't think very well, to be honest. I think maybe they've covered him in a bit of tarpaulin and maybe stuck a table over him, but they've not, like, buried him, have they? No, not properly. I've seen some people online who think that Sharon's going to ask Phil to move the body or something. See, this is the thing. Someone else is going to have to find out about this, aren't they? Mm. I think Eve's quite a prime suspect for being the next to find out. Because I think Eve would be Ravi? a good person Ravi? to tell. Ravi would be... Ravi a... would be... Mind yeah. you, Ranvier's body got... Well, Ranvier's body got folded Just up into a suitcase. End. 
like Ravi Garmi went on that day. So maybe Ravi, yeah. mind you, maybe Ravi is the perfect person to tell. <laughs> maybe Ravi is the perfect person to to tell that to. Who would you trust if if you were one if you were one of the six Phil. at this moment? You tell Phil, would you? Mm. Who's the dodgiest I mean, person I know on Square? He wouldn't mind Who, being dead could, at this moment, would he? So who's got cooperate. who's who's got kids by three of the six women? By literally fifty percent of the women. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Phil. Yeah. Do it for yeah. your child's mother, Phil. Do Honestly. it for your other child's mother. Do it for mother. any of your children's your mothers. Mother. Yeah. And then right? your other child's mother as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, how long do you think this is going to go on for? Because like I say, I think I can see this being the 40th reveal. I think they can drag this it... out for the year and drag out things sounds yeah. like I'm talking yeah. it down, but I think this could go on for an entire year of just sort of the subterfuge, you know, a one week one of them kind of accidentally lets slip something, one of them turns on the other. You could you could mm-hmm. do this this could be the traitors now for the next year. And they've yeah, got the barrel and they've got the barrel store as the place where the traitors <laughs> meet to talk about who's gonna get murdered next. You know, it's literally oh the traitors at this moment. Wow. That Isn't is it? literally it. I like that. Mm. I like that Just get them, some, yeah. get them some different coloured cloaks in their six outfits and we're made. <laughs> and then Elaine could be Claudia Winkleman as well. Yeah. Yeah. We could start exactly. getting involved in it, uh, yeah. hosting these little meetings yeah. soon. Cackling mm. away in the background. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, what do you think? Like, where do you, who, how long is this going to last, do you think? I would. I wouldn't be surprised until the fortieth, or at least until someone finds the body. But who's going to find it, or how long I is mean, it going to take for Nish to wake up? Because that's a pretty vital part. Well, of it all I as mean, well. this is the thing. Of course, Nish currently owns the calf, so when he yeah. does come round, he's going to want to start work on that place as soon as he's as soon as he's able to. As soon as he's awake, I can see him going. Even if he's still stuck in hospital, if he's if he's conscious and lucid enough, he'll be saying, "Right, I need you to be doing that." So. They haven't got a lot of time, surely, to be leaving Keanu there. So he's going to have to be moved at some point, isn't he? This is, yeah. This, and this is what I'm saying. The only person I can think who'd do it would be Phil. Mm. Who else would Who else would do it? Well, Ravi. Ravi, like you say, would be yeah, a good, or Ravi, be a yeah, good yeah. show. Because I feel like, after Christmas Day, I feel like Suki can maybe start trusting Ravi a little bit now. Well, she's shown that she's got that extra super special bond with Nugget as well this week, oh which Ravi will appreciate. God, I adored that scene between Suki and Nugget. This is why I love Nugget so much. I love Nugget and Suki's relationship so much. I want more for Nugget next year, please. I want Nugget to have his first Duff Duff. He's not had one yet. He found is Nug he Nugs. Duff. No, no, I want a Nug Nug Duff Duff. That's what I want. <laughs> Um, he was very, he was very mature, wasn't he? Well, this isn't the first. And... This isn't the first time that Nugget's done that. You know, yes, mm. he's the little shite of the group of the kids on the square at the moment. All right, we know that. That's his character. Okay, but this is not the first time that he's had a head on his shoulders that is wiser than the adults around him. Like, look at how he how he shot down Ravi uh, when Zach's um, HIV was was revealed yeah, to him. True. You know, so this mm. is Nugget. Nugget's a sensible lad. He's He's got a lot going on in his life with his family around, with his family and his somewhat troublesome upbringing. Um, but that's also why I find Nugget like the most fascinating out of the kids. Like I really want to sort of see him develop from here. And his relationship with Suki is prime for that. I absolutely love the moment where Suki came out to him and Nugget kind of was not in the slightest bit angry about the fact that she was a lesbian or was with a woman. He was angry about the fact that she was going to run away and not tell him. Yeah. They had that re- he had that really nice line was like, me and you don't lie to each other. So what the hell? Like, love that. Mm. Chef's kiss. Absolute applause there. Loved it. Um, and I have to say, considering everything that's going on, this is the happiest we've ever seen, Suki. I ever. love that she's just decided to be out and proud this week. So like, I mean, you know what, sod it. What else can happen after this I week? I could get arrested on, any moment. I may as well be happy with my girlfriend for a bit. YOLO. YOLO. <laughs> yeah, yeah you know, totally. I love it. Um... Eve kind of got, I think Eve's kind of smith cottoning on something that's going on. That's uh, something's a bit of missed though, isn't she? Yeah, but then because I wondered, I, I actually thought that Su- Suki were just going to tell her everything, but do you think she doesn't want to implicate Eve in it as mm. well, which is why she's keeping it from her? Yeah. Um, so that's going to that's going to be problematic. Yeah, but then she's connected to Stacy as well, so she'll have two people that she would she'd want to protect. So I think I know, so but do you think you just think? It's better that she doesn't know anything, so they're just not going to tell yeah. her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're protecting her from the repercussions of it. But mm. if they do have to tell somebody, I think Eve would be a, a pretty good shout. Um, one person that is losing uh, their support this week is Kathleen, who uh, 
<laughs> this was, I mean, so Rocky, Christmas, uh, Boxing Day, well, Boxing Day episode, Christmas night, okay, Rocky is hammered. The only, pe- the only person that was more hammered than us on Christmas Day, okay, he's <laughs> tottering around the square. And whilst all of the women are trying to be as secretive as they can, whilst carrying a body around in six-inch heels and clip-clopping all over the square... <laughs> I love the heels. The heels were so funny when they're all trying to be discreet. They're like, let's get the tarpaulin off Ian Skip. Clip, clop, clip, clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, It was great. I know, right? It was like a herd of multicoloured gazelles running around that square. It was great. Could they have not? Honestly, it really annoyed me. I was like, I'd just go bare. Take your shoes off. It was snowing, though. It was snowing, though. You know, they'd have got cold feet. You'd be better off. Oh, true, cold, yeah. I'm going to say you'd be better off not having heels on in snow, but yeah. Exactly. Okay. Would you rather be heard or have pneumonia at that moment? I think that you know yeah. you've got to what you've got to kind of put your priorities straight. Um, but yes, yeah, so Rocky saw Sharon going into the calf and decides to go into detective mode and sort of works out that something's going on and that Kathy is hiding something and that Kathy is in some form of danger because of everything that had gone on with Keanu. Because they've told the entire square that Keanu would hold them all at knife point. <laughs> this is the only thing why I don't think this might not go on to the 40th, because there's no way that this story could hold water for an entire year. <laughs> Um, they've told the entire square that Keanu held them all at knife point and then attacked Nish with the bottle because Nish was taking the piss out of the fact that Keanu had just been stood up or like dumped at the altar and then had run off somewhere, leaving Nish and the women to deal with the repercussions. Um, <clears throat> and Rocky's got it into his head that because he, sh- he saw Sharon going into the calf that night, that she's hiding Keanu or at least knows something about his location and she's implicating Kathy in the repercussions of it. So he's trying to protect her and all the women are kind of like, uh, no, we need to get rid of Rocky now. He's asking too many questions. You- Was there a moment where you kind of thought, are they going to kill Rocky? <laughs> are they going to just yeah. murder Rocky? Genuinely, I was kind of like, I hope it doesn't go down that route. But I was imagining it turning into something like each of the seven men die throughout the year. We've done it once now, <laughs> so let's yeah. get rid of it next one. Then yeah. next yeah. So I'm glad they haven't gone down that route because I was a bit worried for a moment. Um, mm. But so basically, to cut a long story short, Kathy... I was a bit confused as to who actually rang the police because Ian seemed to be quite smug about the fact that Rocky was being arrested. And when Rocky accused yeah. him of doing it, Ian was like, yeah, well, you've nearly killed my children. You know, I thought it was implied that Ian had called the police, but then... Kathy must have done it. No, Kathy. No, Kathy definitely did do it. If you saw, didn't we see on her phone? It said Walford Police, so she called them, mm. and she took the laptop in as well. Don't forget that was That's the main true, evidence yeah. that they had. Yeah, I think Ian was just happy for him to think that it was him because he just yeah. had that argument with must him. Have been it. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It fit nice in the story that then, if Rocky doesn't suspect that it was Kathy, he's not going to say anything about the Sharon stuff. Mm. So let's all let Rocky think that it was Ian. Perfect way to get Rocky out. Yeah, right, perfect. Is this the end of Rocky now? That's it. We're not going to see. Him I think that's. I, th- I think that's the end of Rocky now. Yeah, I think that's in. Mm. We're not going to see him like going for a court case or anything now. The way that yeah. he said that his last line of the week, uh, talking about Banana Rama, like giving one of his little celebrity stories, kind of felt like a little bow tied on Rocky. One of those moments. That was very bittersweet. That went. Yeah, that I'm. Like, oh. I'm going to miss Rocky a lot. I really, really like Rocky as a character. I'm kind of gutted that he's gone. To be honest. I liked him, but I think I think because they knew he was leaving, his time were up. I think they made it that way. So for me, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've enjoyed him whilst he's been here, but will I miss him that much? If I'm being honest, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I, I did I, enjoy him. Well, they've left the door. The door is kind of open. He's not dead. Yeah, he's not. He's not. He wasn't on the floor. He wasn't part of the Christmas Day massacre. So, um, arguably, he could return one day, and I hope he does. Because I've I've said this before, but I did not know that Brian Connolly could act. I knew Brian Connolly, obviously, as a comedian, and it's a puppet, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I don't think I'd ever seen him act in anything. And normally comedians can turn their heads towards acting quite quickly because they're clever people. Um, But I didn't know that Brian Connolly had that in him. And he's been, I've really, really enjoyed Rocky as a character. I really have. So I hope he returns one day. Because it's clearly him and Kathy left things on an all right note, didn't they? So there's potential there. Kathy clearly still loves him and he still loves Kathy. So one day Rocky could return, I think. Mm Because how long is he going to get, really, for just an insurance, a false insurance job? No, they're. They said arson. Well, like, didn't she yeah. say it's like a life, a life sentence? You don't get arson. life for arson, surely. I don't know. People were endangered, and it was. You don't get life sure. for murder. People out of that square have been in prison for murder. 
They're not just going to leave Rocky, Rocky to rot in prison for, for setting yeah. fire to an old calf, are they? Surely. I don't, I don't know, you know. I'm sure Anyone yeah. who does know, let us know, please. Yeah. How long have you, you ever set fire to a, Have you ever been arrested for arson? <laughs> let us know how long you got, please. That'd be great. Cheers. Comment below. Comment below. Thanks very much. Um, who else? Denise. So, like I said, I love Denise this week. Now then, Denise. Mm. Where Denise is struggling, I think, a bit this week. Um, obviously, she was immediately confronted with the fact that uh, Stacy. Uh, was she was having to support Stacey quite a lot through this, and there were some amazing moments with Denise this week. My highlight being when the two of them are all looking for the tarpaulin, and Stacey's having a bit of a moment, turning around and saying, "Are oh, you right there? Well, you're just taking in the scenery whilst I what I deal Take with this." <laughs> it was great. I thought Diane Parrish was great this week. Loved Denise's character a lot, and this was a really interesting kind of route for Denise to go down. I love that she's part of the six. I really do. Do you think that we've seen a bit of a selfish side to Denise? I think we've seen a bit of a selfish side to all of them, to be honest. True. I think true. there's elements in but each I've, of them. I do I've wonder. Denise, in particular, you know, been quite yeah, selfish. I do wonder. I don't. I Denise didn't stand out particularly to me as the most selfish one. But what I would say is, all of them, I think, have the potential to turn on the rest of them. Each other. Yeah, I think that's coming at some point, especially with Suki there, who will literally say she's a weak link. She needs to go. We need to turn on her now. And everyone's going to be like, yeah. she's a liability. Suki, Suki knows yeah. what she's talking about. Let's let's get rid of Linda now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I don't know. I thought Denise has been a bit selfish this week and stays what, in what way? Up on it a few times. In what way? Well, when um, the obviously Keanu was on the floor and Kathy were about to ring for an ambulance, and Denise hmm. was like, "Well, I'll tell him it were you, Kathy. I'll just tell him it were all you." Well, yeah, I mean, Denise... Do with Keanu, just to protect moment, herself because of what she'd done to Nish. Exactly. She was worried about Nish, wasn't she? But I'm, I don't think it stood out as particularly selfish to Denise for me, but I I see what you mean. But I, And then I, in the barrel store later on in the week, um, and Kathy's telling him that Rocky's seen Sharon in the calf, and Denise hmm. says, well, did you did see, see anyone else? She said no, and then uh, Stacey picked up on her facial reaction and said... Oh well, you're glad about that, aren't you? As long as you're in clear, Denise. And she went, mm. I didn't say that. It's like, mm, you are a bit. I also get it though, because if I were in that situation, I'd be worried about myself. You'd be the, sa- you'd be the same, wouldn't you? Yeah. It seems quite uncharacteristic of Denise to be that selfish, and I'm wondering I if her bitterness towards Stacey is mixed in. I think there's yeah. a little bit of that as well. I think if there's op- if the opportunity comes to throw Stacey under the bus, Denise will take it in a heartbeat. <laughs> but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I uh, see what you mean, but uh, I think it was. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was added stress because of what she'd done to Nish, and the fact that she's yeah. found herself in this situation where they are buried a body underneath the calf. You know, this is a new. This is a new path for Denise. A couple of them have been in a similar situation to this before, not Denise. So she's True. kind of dealing with this as she can. I think um, we obviously need to talk about Linda, uh, Killer Linda, as she as she is now known. Wow, um, she has fallen off the wagon. Good and proper. And as Elaine quite brilliantly turned around to her said, yes, and as Elaine quite brilliantly turned around to her at some point, and clearly it's gone over you a few times as well. <laughs> like that. I thought it was a good one. I've really enjoyed Elaine this week, I must say. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't, I've got to approve of a man, of, of a woman who goes off to have a romantic night with her, with her fella instead of coming to home, coming to the pub and dealing with her daughter who's clearly going through the anniversary, the one year anniversary of the death of her husband. Screw that. I'm off to get laid in the posh hotel. I, I've got to applaud that, to be honest. You know, you've got the entire year to whinge at me. I'm having uh, Christmas Day with George right now. <laughs> My proof. Um, but yeah, Linda, she's a killer and she's fallen off the wagon spectacularly. And Suki has said, you know, she's a liability at the moment. And she kind of is, isn't she? Uh, Big time. Yeah, just a bit. Just yeah. a bit. I mean, she was kind of... So- before what happened on Christmas Day, she was kind of functioning as an alcoholic, don't you think? Like... Yeah, it wasn't I very saw... obvious that she was drunk. Yeah, was... yeah. Well, she was drunk on um, was it the episode before Christmas Day? I didn't even spot that. You you spotted it. Yeah. A few other people online did as well. I didn't spot it at all. But yeah, she was pretty much she was pissed from that point onwards. I think wasn't she? Well, that's it. She was good at covering it up. Not many yeah. people could suss that she was drunk. Yeah. Then what happened on Christmas Day has happened, and now she's just gone sod it. Yeah, she's yearly. not bothered now, is she? She's kind of strolling vodka. around, strolling, yeah, ne- necking vodka. Um, had a massive go at Gina, and I kind of understand the go at Gina, to be honest. What the hell is going on with Gina? Why does she suddenly oh. fancy Dean? This is frustrating. 
I mean, he's a good-looking chap, but... And there's no denying that, but... <laughs> but obviously, uh, yeah, given what he's quite clearly done and the fact that she's still not believing Linda is And she's the only ridiculous. one. She is the only yeah, one that has is. any doubts as well. It's not like there's a couple of people sort of planting seeds in her head and saying, yeah, I'm not sure either, to be honest. Like, everybody else on the square believes and, um, Linda, apart from Gina. This, I think we've got something else big about to come up with Gina and Dean. Well, because where is this yeah. headed? I mean, because it's still would... going on. We thought this would just so we'd suspect on Christmas Day that it would Dean. Yeah, but... and that has, that didn't happen at all. And Dean sort of and wandered and around their friendship the pub still for a carrying bit. on. Yeah, like Dean's story really hasn't altered that much in, in the run up to Christmas Day. He's still going through the stuff with Jade, uh, who had a successful transplant this week. Um, oh, some yeah. people thought that Dean was going to die, and then Jade would be given his lung. I don't yeah, think that, yeah, I'm yeah, not sure that's how that works, to be honest. But Dean had the donor card on him, so Dean assumed that was the way his storyline was going to go as well. So he, he's as surprised as anybody else that he's still alive. Oh, yeah, um, that was that was Dean trying to show Gina what a good person he is that oh, you know, yeah, yeah, he carries yeah. a donor card around yeah. now. And Gina, I give blood on everything. Because he's just such a good guy. He's such a good guy. He never rape anybody. No. Even though two um, women have. Sorry, two women have accused him of it, like including mm-hmm. Roxy, that he nearly did it to. Yeah. Gina, this person who I believe a woman every time, doesn't even believe her own stepsister. Some something's not right here. It's all a bit mad, isn't it? Um, yeah, but I think this this, this can only be going in one direction, surely, with Gina and Dean, can't it? Seems that way. Do you know well, do you know what's striking me as odd though, right? Like, obviously they've got this friendship striking up, but it feels a bit one-sided to me. Like, Dean's actually not that bothered about being Gina's friend. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Because, like, Dean, I think Dean was very distracted with the Jay stuff this week, but I thought Gina was kind of flirting with Dean as well, to be honest. Yeah, and he's just a bit like, oh, whatever. Like, you're a little girl. I'm not that. Because there's probably quite a big age gap as well. Yeah, but then I think he's also, like, now and again, he'll sort of look up from his phone and sort of give her a look of, surprise and like oh, you're being quite nice to me i'm not used to this so yeah, i can see yeah. i can see that sort of dripping into dean's head over the coming over the coming weeks or however long this might take um but i i can only see one way this is going now whether it goes mm. all the way remains to be seen but you kind of feel there's only one way this is going to go surely yeah and um, i don't know i don't know i feel like dean's getting a bit annoyed by her though at the minute <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> Yeah, yeah, honestly. Maybe. I do. Well, yeah. then he's like, oh, but you're the only person who yeah. like, will actually talk to me on the square. Yeah, so, so until guess. someone less annoying starts supporting me, I'll deal with you. Thanks very much. Chuck me a tinny uh, for now, then. Uh, yeah. Um, but then he is. she's giving him a lot of support as well. Like She's there for him throughout the whole Jade thing. He's got nobody else. Everybody else on the square literally hates him. Like, I'm surprised he's making any money at all at that pie and mash shop, to be honest, because I bet, it does, I bet none of the residents of the square are, are going in there. You'd have thought no, Ian but... and Cindy would be trying harder to get rid of them at this point, to be honest. Especially Ian. Well, London's a, London's a big place, Rob. They might have customers who leave their square going to their <laughs> yeah. square, you know, to actually... It's one-way doors on that square only. It's one-way yeah. doors on that square only. Once you're there, you never leave. But you're allowed to come in from <laughs> other places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, Stacey, I mean, I, I think she kind of calmed down as the week went on. But the initial event, she was all over the place, wasn't she? Oh, she weren't happy to be involved. She wanted to leave, didn't she, straight away? But Kathy were like, uh, yeah. oh, do you really want to risk them putting it on you if you leave now, Stacey? I mean, she yeah. had, she got blood on her. Did they do a very good job cleaning things up forensically? I know we didn't well, see it in depth, but... I mean, I mean, the thing is, at this point, no one is suspecting anything of them, somehow. So um, so they kind of did the best mm. job they could. They sort of cleaned up all the stuff from Keanu. They didn't need to clean up anything from Nish because the, like, the, the, as far as everyone knew, he had been hit at that moment. So as far as, oh, Nish's, and blood guess, and every- yeah. Yeah, as far as Nish's blood and everything is concerned, they didn't need to hide anything and nobody suspected anything that was going on in the, in the hallway. So I think they did what they had to do at that moment. Um, whether bits and pieces of Keanu's DNA have currently been scattered around the square as he's sort of been moved around George's car and then down the road into the calf, who knows? Um, but that's going to be interesting. I'm kind of fascinated that if that calf gets reopened and Bernie keeps working there, she's going to be serving tea and coffee and bacon sandwiches, bacon sandwiches. just above her brother's body. That's oh, quite mad, that's... isn't it? Well, that's not a very nice thought, is it? But they should have took him to Argy Bargy. Yeah. They take him to Kathy. You might as well have gone down road. Uh, so push Tina aside. See, this is the other thing. I can see the, 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 the image that you automatically think of is that on the 40th, Keanu's body is going to be discovered. And there's just going to be a skeletal hand with the cufflinks attached. 
that's kind of the, that's kind of the image, isn't it? That's kind of the image, yeah. isn't it? So mm. Mm, I don't know. Um, and then Sharon obviously is uh, struggling big time. Uh, I thought Letitia Dean was amazing this week. By the way, I thought she had a really really yeah, strong really performance. Good. I mean, they all did. To be fair, it's not like anybody anybody dropped the ball. But I thought I loved I loved Letitia Dean's performance this week. Um, it's kind of struggling inwardly with the grief of losing Keanu and him dying in front of her again. Poor Sharon. Honest to God, I'd, I'd just be celibate at this point if I was Sharon, wouldn't you? <laughs> I really wouldn't I mean, bother. What were it? Maybe 10 hours prior, if that. Uh, yes. She thought she was going to be getting married to yeah. him and then next thing she's Not covering up his murder. Uh, yeah. I, like, she'd Still in the wedding in front of him. Um, The Linda and Sharon dynamic was fascinating at that point, I thought. Like... Sharon this is saying, what I'm, yeah. "Yeah, see how's that going to play out now? Do we think?" I'm struggling with this one. This is why I, I brought up the Denise and Linda comparison earlier because obviously Sharon discovers Linda in the toilets crying and's like, "I mean, at first she's annoyed, and then she goes, well, mm. you saved my life. I thought you were going to kill me.'" And then, like ten minutes later, she's like, "Clean your mess up," and it's yeah, like, but she's, right, Sharon." Even yeah, but even when she said that, when she said, "You saved my life. You don't deserve to be punished for that." It was a. It was delivered in about as clinical a way as she cost. She could possibly have said it. Mm. Like she was kind of like there is no two ways about it. This has greatly affected their relationship to say the least. So you've kind of got to I wonder. Think Suki, I think Suki moving forward is going to be important for Sharon to keep stum about everything to keep reminding her. You know, like she did this week, which I thought. Oh, I'm crazy. telling you now. Suki is the only one that's going to keep that lot afloat. Like I love I Suki's, Suki's role in this. Like because Suki sort of you could say there was a moment of sort of I love that moment on Christmas Day where she's breathed life into Nish. Everything's fine. Nish is alive. It's all good. She strolls out. All right, he's alive. It's fine. Then looks down and sees Keanu dead on the floor. <laughs> that was a brilliant moment. I've seen a great um, TikTok of that actually. Oh really? Yeah, send me it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, but I think Sharon is 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 going to kind of. Her and Linda, I th- can they pick themselves up from this? Can they ever be the same again? I think if Linda carries on drinking the way that she is, Sharon ain't going to be there for her. But I think yeah. if she, I think if Linda can stop drinking, then Sharon might be able to form back some kind of friendship. But again, I, I kind of feel bad for Linda because in the moment I understand why she did what she, she did. She did it, it for did good reasons. Look like yeah, yeah, and it looked like you were going to kill Sharon. It actually looked, and Sharon's going when she said to Suki, "Oh, he would have stopped there, wouldn't he?" And she's like, "Sharon, the bruises are already showing yeah. in your neck. Like, he was squeezing on, hard please. enough." I mean, that was that was quite mad, wasn't it? Like Keanu just suddenly deciding to kill her. That, that was. I think, do you know what it reminded me of? Actually, that moment reminded me of, you know, when Alfie went crazy at the top of the stairs and started like having yeah, a go at yeah. Kat for being, have started having a go at Kat for being abused. And then he got pushed down the stairs and we thought Alfie was dead. It reminded me of that moment. Like, I know what it, you mean. A little bit uncharacteristic. Very out of character. Time, and, yeah. Yeah. To sort of deliver the, the moment. Like, I get it. I get it. But it, yeah, at that moment, I suppose just the the heightened drama of it all, it sort of it, because we were leading at it. But it, like in retrospect, you sort of think, why did he do that? <laughs> so like in front of everyone, crazy. They, well, they tried to hint at it. Do you remember a few weeks ago? Yes, Karen, this was it, wasn't it? I think that's clenched. the reason. Yeah, this is the reason they're giving to it to show that Keanu could go a bit dark if he if he if if the time came. So this clearly was a demonstration of Keanu going a bit dark. But it's not Which like we'd he's never done seen it a before, lot. Though. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Especially but, to a woman, I'm supposed like not that you should ever do that. Obviously, well, to you, any person. Well, no, but, but I tell you what. Um, do you remember me telling you about the Shianu fans? Like they oh, are, God, yeah, yeah, they yeah, are seen. not impressed <laughs> to say the least. He's uh, uh, this story's upset them. Um, and the Sh- I didn't realize about the Shianu fair enough. Fans. If you're a Shianu fan, uh, yeah, though. I mean, I didn't, I mean, you know, the biggest fan base I've seen on the internet are obviously the Balam fans, and the Suki fans are a massive yeah. part of that. It was huge as well. Watching Balam fans and Suki fans go at each other on the internet is great fun to watch. I recommend it. Grab some popcorn. Um, but the Sh- uh, Shianu fans are a big thing as well. And yeah, yeah, they are they are quite gutted about this because they didn't they don't think the shot that Keanu would ever have done that to Sharon. I have got to agree, it did feel forced. It felt forced. Like I'm fine for it to have happened because we had a great yeah, it's episode happened now. and it's yeah, exactly. a brilliant storyline. Yeah. But what it, it did feel forced. Despite I don't know. I I mean when some of them were doing their interviews and they were describing how Keanu supposedly went off at Nish, they said mm. the red mist had come over him. Which quite clearly had happened. It was just strange. It was like he looked at Sharon all of a sudden and then just went. 
Yeah, because at that moment, he'd lost... I mean, if we try and think about, you know, the reasoning for it, and yeah, um, you know, at that moment, he had lost everything, all right? So mm-hmm. his his parents had, lo- had left him. He'd now lost his wife because she's discovered what his, his, his involvement in the kidnapping. And now he's lost his son as well. And well, he's he didn't kind of seem lo- to believe her, relation- did he? He didn't at first, but I think he was very much in denial, wasn't he? Because he had a mm. conversation with Bernie. And Bernie yeah. at that point went, well, why would she say that otherwise? Like, why did she not just, you know? So I think he kind of did believe oh, it, but he just didn't want to admit it. Oh, and I thought the opposite. I thought Bernie was saying, like, why would she say that? Like, it's obviously yeah. not true. No, I, I thought think... that's why Bernie said that. Yeah, no, I think by the time he got to the Vic, I think he had, like, Bernie had actually convinced him that it was true. And he was just, at that moment, just lost everything and then just thought, screw it, you you could die as well. Again, I, I agree. I feel a bit like... odd, but... Because you were like, you know, you, my name's on the birth certificate now, so why would yeah. you then turn around and say, I'm not sure that he did believe her, you know? I think no, he I think he did. saying it to hurt him. I like, think Bernie convinced him, I, th- I think. I think that was how it ended, but anyway, oh, and it I thought matter. the opposite. There you go. But anyway, Mary's but, dead. No, he's dead, and you were drunk, so who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I have you rewatched you it thought, several times. You thought Nish was I have rewatched life. it. Oh, have you? I right, have, I've actually watched Christmas Day about three times because I went to good? rewatch it. I went to rewatch it a third time to make notes, and I ended. And I normally just skim it, and I ended up rewatching uh, the entire thing again. It's a good one. That it was a good one, wasn't it? It was a good yeah. one. Now you know everything that kind of went into it. Um, and also, I recommend if you haven't seen it yet, uh, go on the uh, iPlayer and have a look at Chris Clenshaw telling Kelly Blight that she's the killer. Oh, brilliant. I love that. There were even drama that. behind the scenes. Is I know. They were secretly filming Kelly on the golf buggy. She was going to see him in this really sort of, in this room that had all been set that. up to be there. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Chris Clenshaw, he looks at home doing that sort of thing. <laughs> I can imagine Chris Clenshaw, once the executive producing half has come to an end, he could be the host of some sort of secret game show or something. He'd, he'd, yeah, he'd work quite yeah. well in that. I could imagine that. Um, but yeah, great storyline. I love it. Um, I feel like it maybe has the potential to sort of go a bit daft so, uh, at times, maybe going forwards. I don't know how they're gonna. Right. I don't know how they're gonna stop that from happening because it Here is a very, I. it is a very high camp plot, <laughs> isn't it? My future theories of the series. yes, yes. Stacey may struggle with her mental health now. She's had a lot Absolutely. going on this year, right? That's surely yeah. got to be the next thing. Absolutely. A mental health flare up, which is why I'm saying maybe that could be how Whitney fits into it. That's mere speculation. I don't know if that will possible. Possible. mix up. Um, and also because she's not going to confide in Eve and Jean, which is normally what she'd do. Yeah, so she's which got no Which odd because when that happened with Freddie and Theo, the first person she turned to was Eve. But then again, Eve walked in on it. So mm-hmm. she didn't have much of a choice. Yeah. That's what I think with Stacey. Kathy, I think, is going to really struggle, potentially. They keep mentioning her age, I've noticed. Have you noticed that? Like, um, even Cindy said, oh, she's an old defenseless woman. Yeah, she mm. said that to Rocky. And Rocky, like, well, she's not. That's the sort of thing so Cindy would say, though, isn't it? It is. I actually think that she meant it to be nice, though, in a weird, <laughs> you know, in a backhanded Cindy kind it's Cindy, of way. It's Cindy Lamb, that is a compliment, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, so I'm wondering if Kathy's mind might, she might start struggling mentally as well with it all, because obviously she's already struggling to remember what she's supposed to be saying. Mm. So I'm wondering if that's what's going forward for Kathy. Maybe. Sharon. I don't know if Sharon's going to be able to hold it together with the grief because, my God, she's grieving for Keanu, isn't she? And this, mm. not only is she grieving for Keanu, she's grieving the life that she thought she could have. She was already grieving the life that she thought she could have with him when she found out he's no longer the father of her child. Yeah. So she's got like double, triple grief in there. Well, she's got so Phil to sure contend how... with now. She's got Phil to contend with now as well. The only thing I would say about Sharon is there was that moment where she was standing in front of the mirror, like looking at the bruises on her neck. And I wonder if that moment was uh, a sort of moment of reflection and acceptance from Sharon. Like, sort of like, this is why it had to happen, sort of thing. I wonder if that was supposed to be that. Like, when, when she was very much alone and in her own thoughts, not talking to any of the others. I wonder if that was sort of the result of what Suki said to her as well. That kind of felt like a natural... I think she's conflicted, Sharon. Yeah, Because she's now never going to know whether he would have let go. And do you know what? Yeah, you couldn't really have stayed... You yeah. couldn't have stayed there to find out, really, could no. you, Sharon? It's not really worth that risk, because mm. if you'd have carried on any longer... Mm, you'd, you'd have been on gone. the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Denise? Yeah. 
Denise is turning out a bit. Like I say, I feel like Denise is getting a bit selfish. I feel like she might drop Stacey in it or somebody else, you know. I can see it's maybe dropping Stacey in it, but then at the same time, I do wonder whether this is kind of taken over in terms of their relationship. Like this has taken prominence. Like mm. I feel like they had that moment, didn't they, where Stacey turned around after like Denise had calmed her down after a panic attack. Um, and she said, I'm sorry about Jack. And all Denise could do was just sort of nod. And I kind of felt that was the moment that they sort of put the Jack stuff aside because this is much more important. So we need to keep each other safe at this moment. So I don't know. In the future, once the dust has settled and they're still trying to keep this a secret, yes, I th- I could see Denise throwing her under the bus with revenge for the Jack thing. But at the moment, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think Stace is still making digs back at Denise, though, noticing her being a bit selfish. But then... If they do get on too well, Jack would then be sus, surely, and be like, why are you oh, yeah. suddenly best mates? Exactly, like, yeah. What's that about? I, mm. Yeah, I don't know how Denise goes from... I don't know where Denise goes from here with Jack, because really, you'd think their, their relationship would be over. But mm. if she wants to keep the boat kind of afloat as much as she can, she's best off staying with Jack for now, isn't she? Yeah, also, she's quite implicated in a massive murder crime, so I'd mm. probably stick with a copper if I were you. That's true, you? yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Suki! Yes. The Ice Queen of them all will have no problems keeping any of this secret. I don't think she will. I think Suki's... No. This is... Suki this is, is in her sleep. Honestly, I think yeah. Suki's absolutely fine. I love the way that she's just got this. She's like, right, you need she's to do that. You need to, you need to calm down. You need to deal with that. You need to get rid of him. All right, I'll deal with that over there. I'd like, yeah, Suki is the only thing that's keeping that group afloat at the moment. So that's she's gonna be She's used to wearing a mask, isn't she? She's had yeah. to do it for so many years that she's she's got this, I think, yeah, Suki. Absolutely. Yeah, I think she's yeah. definitely the glue of the suit. Yes, that's interesting. Her being forced to hide in the closet all these years is the rehearsal that she has needed for a moment like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. And with how she's been with Nishin all that time as well. Like it has been a thirty year dress rehearsal for her moment yes. in the six storyline, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to see how where this goes. Like I say, I think it's going to be a mixture of funny, because there's gonna be some there's already some great comedy moments coming out of this. Yeah. Um so I think it's gonna be a year. I do think I have to say, I do think this is gonna be the fortieth reveal. I think this is gonna keep going now to the fortieth. Um and I think that it's going to be funny. I think it's going to be frustrating. I think there's going to be moments of high drama. And there's going to be moments where you kind of think, oh, come on. But ultimately, I think the storyline and the reveal will make it worth those moments. And do you know what? If it did, we're saying drag out until the 40th. I don't think it would feel dragged out because there no. is so much potential with it. My only thing is, I remember the Lucy storyline after the big reveal that it was Bobby. Mm that kind of came off the rails a little bit in the in the aftermath of it so hopefully they this won't have that won't happen with this mm. um because the lucy storyline was amazing the build-up to it and the reveal and everything that sort of reminds me of the way this has been this has played out but it was the aftermath that sort of went a bit odd in places however it's kind of been made clear that this actually is the start of this story yeah so this is yeah, just exactly. the next chapter of the sixth storyline rather than them sort of trying to kick under the water to sort of keep the momentum going for it like this is very much the next part of this story um i think leading into the 40th but we'll have to wait and see for that um in terms of gold stars Ray, i really struggle to give someone a gold star this week who would you give it to no mine's going to linda sorry. this week giving yours to mm-hmm. linda. linda um 100%. i think i'm going to give mine to denise oh i thought you were going to say sharon no i i Denise just made me laugh a lot this week. Denise, Denise. <laughs> you can always get round me with making me laugh, I tell you. Um, so here we go then. Um, Linda and Denise uh, for the Gold Stars this week. Uh, and we will conclude this podcast this week with some comments and reactions from you guys. So uh, quite a bit to read out this week. Uh, first of all, we uh, should discuss the ratings that EastEnders got for this year's Christmas episode. Um, it ended up getting uh, 3.6 million on the overnights for the Christmas Day episode. Um, second highest rating of the year. Uh, first highest had been the New Year's Day episode, uh, which had got a much better slot. So that's probably why. But it was up year on year by just under 400,000 on last year's Christmas um and that should comfortably be hitting about five million plus once the officials start coming in so absolutely fantastic um the past three years it got 2.92 million in 2021 
uh, 3.17 million last year and then all the way up to 3.6 million this year. So it's going in the right direction. And let me tell you, for the soap, for a soap to be doing that in this day and age is unheard of. So everyone at East End should be really, really, really happy with that. That is and like, great. Like news. you just said, considering the time it was aired, that yeah. was really good because it was very late. So yeah, I think that's really it was good. The, um, it was the seventh most watched show of the day, I think. Um, the ICB wow. soaps didn't even get into the top 10 which is the first time that's ever happened for Corrie. So uh, I'm sure ITV... Oh, wow. Yeah, so I don't yeah. know what ITV's reaction to that will be, but uh, we shall see what happens next they year. They might but cancel EastEnders... the Soap Awards. Oh, they might cancel the Soap Awards. Oh, wait. <laughs> uh, um, so meanwhile, we've had a bit of news come in. Um, we are going to meet Billy's estranged dad legendary actor alan ford is heading to walford in the new year to take on the role of stevie mitchell billy mitchell grew up in care from the age of 10 after stevie took sole custody of his brother charlie and the pair last saw each other off screen over 25 years ago stevie will arrive in walford as the mitchell family prepare to say goodbye to their beloved aunt sal but it soon becomes apparent that his attendance is not welcome uh, Alan has had an impressive career spanning over five decades and is known for his legendary roles across the small and silver screen, including blockbuster gangster movies Snatch, Riot Club and Lockstock and two smoking barrels to name just a few. That's exciting. That's a bit of great casting to go into the new year with. Can't wait for that. Yeah, very good. Interesting that we're meeting Billy's dad this late on. So I wonder yeah. where this is headed and what why I mean, the reasoning is well i mean the fact that he's not welcome i mean yeah I, when i sent this news to you you were kicking off because <laughs> weren't you? very objectionable about this at first weren't you because because i don't understand why billy's dad is going to aunt sal's funeral when aunt sal is peggy's sister and he didn't go to peggy's funeral so because, why is he going to peg his sister's funeral? Because they hadn't thought of the storyline yet, Tree. That's why. <laughs> right. So there must be some relevance as to why yes. he's going to Aunt Sal's funeral. They've got well, to write that in, which is what I'm wondering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, I mean, I how's would that say, happen? Well, they said that he's not welcome. So I'm assuming that will be hmm. a part of this at the very least. Um, but I, I'm very excited to see this because I, um, I always love a, a new Mitchell cog being added to the complex Mitchell machine that is, that, you know, they're such a fascinating family. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing that play out. Um, we have comments. So, Ree, can we have our first comment, please, my darling? Got the first one from our Instagram page from KBHSTL, who says, the scene of Sharon telling Suki that he would have stopped, so powerful. I was telling Sharon she was asking the wrong lady. He was not going to stop for sure. Yeah, I mean, we kind of thought that. I think he was. I think what we're supposed to be saying with Keanu is that he had reached the point of no return at that point. And, you know, he'd lost everything, and he was just thinking, "Screw it, you can die as well." Yeah, odd. It, you know, in the when you look at it in retrospect, it's sort of just like, mm, really. But I think in the moment, mm. I was that kind of wrapped up in the drama of it all. I, I kind of just bought it at that moment. But hey, you never know. Yeah. Um, Rachel Alice June says, "Still in shock." And also so happy for everyone at EastEnders that this storyline has been perfection all the way through to tonight's episode. Gutted Danny is done on the show, but he nailed his part tonight. I was so shocked when Ke when it was Keanu. I really was. I don't think there was a part of me that was expecting it to be Keanu at all. I was so smug when Nish was lying on the floor. I was like, called it. Called it right from the moment the storyline started. I am a genius. But you you did, to be fair, it was Nish on the floor. Yeah, but that's he where they got the us. Body. Yeah, but that's where they got us, wasn't it? Because obviously mm. it was going to be Nish on the floor, but what else could they have thrown at it? It was very, very, very cleverly done, I have to say. Mm -hmm. uh, next comment. Uh, Neon Commander says, I think I liked the Boxing Day episode even more than Christmas Day. So great to see those six amazing actresses get to interact in such a big way. Mm. I, mean, I loved Boxing yeah. Day. I could, I've seen a few people say they preferred Boxing Day to the actual Christmas Day episode. Um, I loved them both, but I understand why people went for Boxing Day over Christmas Day because that was just so well written. Um, really, really like Carrie Andrews. I think wrote Boxing Day. It was brilliant. Just that, and what I loved about it was that in a plot like that, it is very, very easy for because six characters actually is quite a lot to stick in a stick in the storyline like this and actually what really impressed me was the way that each of those characters reacted in a way that was true to their characters they weren't just yeah. given the lines that you could have given to anybody in, within that scene it wasn't just 
characters opened their mouths and plot advancing lines came out of their mouth. They were very individual, like Stacy freaking out about about Archie, Denise kind of dealing with the like dealing the way that Denise does, like being sarcastic and sort of having to go at uh, having to go at Stacy. Linda completely and utterly freaking out. St- uh, Suki being the ice queen that she is. Sharon like thinking about her own history. Why didn't she want uh, the body put in the canal? That um, Re, why was that? Because of what happened with Dan, Dirty Dan. Correct. Ding, 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 ding. That was your Christmas, your Christmas quiz question. Oh, was that my uh, quiz yeah, question? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Was a great moment as well. I was like, yeah, also fair play, fair play. All well happened. Done. All of that with Keanu happened at the bottom of the stairs of the Vic. Very mm-hmm. uh, iconic place for it to have happened. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. Oh, very good. Very, very good indeed. Um, individual Aesthetic says, after rewatching, I genuinely find this sixth story eerie. Keanu's death was brutal. It's all absolute madness, but brilliant TV. It's been written and acted so well too. The comedy in this was tasteful and fitted perfectly. Denise had me in stitches. 10 out of 10 episode. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I thought Boxing Day was um, tense and it made me emotional, especially with Stacey. I thought my heart broke for Stacey when she started having that panic attack. But there was some fantastic camp comedy. That black comedy, I think, is the term you would use to describe a lot of the stuff that was going on there, wouldn't you? It was great. Yeah. Anna, B- Anna Bodrow, sorry, Woodside says, so here's the thing. Stacey told Jack how she and Eve framed Theo, and I think that is really going to be important at some point down the road. It's exactly what the six then turned around to nearly immediately do after Stacey told Jack. I think all seven of the suspected dead men bodies will feature pretty prominently in this lead up to the 40th anniversary, I hear. But holes are already appearing, so yikes. Yeah, I sort of wonder, like, I mean, obviously Rocky's done for now. So that's that's two off mm-hmm. the list already gone, isn't it? Keanu's dead and Rocky's now yeah. with the police. Um Third Phil... in a coma. Yeah, exactly. So Nish is in a coma. He will presumably come around at some yeah. point and... I'm fascinated to see where this goes with Nish now because I was that convinced he was going to be dead. I had no future plans for Nish whatsoever in terms of where we could go. What does happen with Maybe, Nish from here? Well, Denise kept saying, "Well, what if he can hear everything we're saying right now? Yeah. Maybe he could. Is he going to wake up yeah, to the police yeah, yeah. and go, well, they were all plotting and they said this, this and this and they're all going to go, no, he didn't. Yeah. Who knows? I, yeah, very, mm. very, very, very good. Um, So I said on Twitter, Christmas Day night, well, Nobody saw that combination coming. And oh, how wrong I was. Because I had had an email from Brandon Reed before the Christmas Day episode. And he had said, Hey, Robin Ree, thank you so much for the effort and time put into your videos for us fans. And thank you for the incredible two-parter. It was amazing. Thank you, Brandon. Um, my final prediction for Christmas Day goes as follows. Keanu is the dead body. Linda is the killer. Throughout this year, there have been a heavy focus on friendship and trust. Even Stacey, Jay and Gina, Alfie and Phil, etc. Even in the soundtracks you mentioned, there was a big focus on friendship and standing up for those you love. Numerous times this year, Sharon and Linda have repeatedly mentioned they are best friends. They had a spat when Linda didn't go into partnership with her in the Vic, but they reconciled and said that they were the best of friends. They both also repeated this in the toilets just before Kat appeared. So that was all about cementing their relationship. So, Brandon, we applaud you. Well done, well done, well done, well done. And do you know what the best clue of all was? You might have seen this going around Twitter. The best mm. clue. The yep. very first scene in the Flash Forward episode. Go back and have a look at it. Uh, when Linda calls last orders, first line of the episode, Linda calls last orders for the bell tolls because she rings the bell and then she goes straight along to Keanu and touches his shoulder. They told yeah. us from the start who it was going to be. I love things like that. Absolutely fantastic. Um, Another so, one, Rob. Sorry. Yes. yes, go on. Another one, though, that I think you'll appreciate. Remember Rob saying that Anna being a detective was going to be somehow relevant? Yes. Well, we've actually had a DM from somebody on Instagram who said, this is from Glenn, Anna's detective scene solved. At Halloween, when Anna dressed up as a detective called Violet Rocks Hansen, we knew it had meaning. Mm. Violet Rocks Hansen is an anagram of Sharon Violent X. Shut up. Oh, there you go. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that as my credit. Thank you very much. Oh, you're going to take credit for that one. I'll take credit for that one. Thank you very much. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's mad. That's absolutely mad. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. mental. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love this story. That what a satisfying payoff as well. I think the danger was with a story that's been built up for over 10 months, because actually on paper, that's madness to build up for a story and keep it going for 10 whole months before you reveal what is actually going to happen. 
that could so easily fall flat on its ass, but they mm-hmm. nailed the landing and then some, didn't they? Yeah, yes, and really, some. and then some. Uh, and God knows where we go from here because that was the last episode of 2023. Next episode of East Dennis We Watch will be in 2024 on New Year's Day, and I cannot wait to watch it. Um, and if you'd like to get in touch with us, and we will be back in 2024 as well, don't you worry, we're going to do that in a moment. But before I show you something new that we're going to have for next year, you can get in touch with us by doing the following. You can find us on Facebook at Albert Square After Dark, on Instagram and Twitter at E20 After Dark. Don't forget to like and subscribe on our YouTube channel, Albert Square After Dark. Find us on all your favourite podcast sites. Drop us an email at e20afterdarkpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to buy us a coffee, you can do so by going on buymeacoffee.com forward slash e20afterdark. Uh, and let me just add to that. If you are watching on YouTube, thank you so much for all the support and all the views you have given us. Uh, we we have climbed up the Apple uh, podcast rankings for this week's episodes. Uh, and if you could, as you're watching on YouTube, just click the subscribe button. We are nearly at a thousand subscribers. And I'd love to be really there. It would really help. It would really help. Mm. The bigger we get, the better we get. We've got plans for this podcast that we can do if we get bigger. So please just click subscribe and we'd love you forever. Thank you very much. Um, so this is the last episode of, of Albert Square After Dark of the year. And we have watched Sharon's calendar all throughout the year. But the Sharon calendar is now no more because my oh. clever co-host, my clever little co-host, has made me a new calendar, which she has just arrived as we were recording today. I've not seen this. So I'm going to open it now. Oh, so you made So you made this calendar? Yeah. Well, yeah. I picked all of the photos, etc. So fingers crossed it's worked out okay. Because oh, okay. I have no idea what it actually looks like. <laughs> right, hang on a minute. I had it's a few... The... Pe- I had... I had things in mind, but I've stuck with them. A classic okay. is all I'm going to say. Okay. Hang on. Yeah, get so I think so. Right. And I think Here we should go. agree. I, well, I will find out now. As and the suspense is killing us. I can't open it. Cardboard's killing me as well. Oh, yeah. Why yeah. not, eh? It's only Peggy. Who is it? Peggy. It's Peggy. It's Peggy. Oh, I love it. Well done. Well done. Well done. That's great. What a great opening picture for it as well. Let's get that on the wall. Um, I had many choices. I couldn't... No. It's not January yet. You'll get bad luck. Is that how that works? Is that a superstition, is it? It does now. Yes. All right. Well, that will be going... The next calendar officially revealed will be the Peggy Mitchell calendar for 2024. And we will be getting a new Peggy on the wall every single month throughout 2024. Perfect. Thank you very, very much indeed, Ree. I absolutely love it. Um, and that is it for 2023. Thank you genuinely for all your views, all your listens, all your comments, all your support. We couldn't have done it without you. And here's to another year of Albert Square After Dark. Until then, goodbye from me. Goodbye from me and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye.